Welcome to episode 73 of the Thrash Report. This is your weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things heavy and metal music. And I am Chris and joining me um, from uh, an unknown location uh, is Jim Osborne. Jim. How's it going, man? Yeah, if you're watching this on the YouTube, it does look like I'm in a different location, or I got one of those fancy walls behind me that you can hide yourself. But dude, are you undercover? You're undercover, dude. I shouldn't say, but no. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nope, I am working. I'm on an overnight, so I'm at a hotel right about the smack dab middle of Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yes, and I am full of pizza that sounds sounds pretty epic dude i had like literally i had a piece of peanut butter toast for dinner so yeah (laughs) (laughs) sounds pretty epic yeah i went to a place called fat boys which is pretty good it was a 12 inch pizza so like your normal frozen pizza size diameter wise but shit was like inch and a half two inches thick sausage is monstrous and yeah, nice and I had dessert when I got back and pulled some of it out of my teeth. And the best part, the best part, you're on a work trip, so uh, work paid for it, right? That's right. <laughs> See, that's the best kind of pizza. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, Actually, you... I've, I've paid for better. <laughs> got it. Right on. <laughs> um, it's pizza. It's still good. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. I. Uh, so welcome, everyone. Uh, we're back after Christmas break. Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, Jim, Happy New Year to you, buddy. Thank you, and to you as well. It should be a good year. Yeah. Did you uh, did you did you like write down any uh, twenty twenty two goals? Uh, we went to a friend's house, and when we walked in, they gave us post it notes and told us to write our name and two New Year's resolutions. And I had okay. not made any, so um, being what had happened earlier in the day, I decided to go for humor and said that my New Year's resolution for this year was to meet Betty White. Oh, dude. Oh, that's so sad, buddy. Oh. I just meant it as a play on like that she died that day. But the after the for our friend read it, one of her other friends is like, oh, my God, who wants to die? <laughs> wow. Yeah, you, guys, you can take that. You can take it both ways, right? That's what she said. <laughs> Betty. That's what Betty White said. Right. That's on. even funnier. And I guess it's more sad than funny is my son works at a movie theater and he was working on new year's eve the day that betty passed and they were going to uh like live stream or record or something her birthday her 100th birthday party we're thrilled to invite you to betty white's 100th birthday celebration and movie event on january 17th betty white betty white betty white betty white betty white betty white ladies and gentlemen this film gives you backstage access to Betty's greatest moments. SNL. Live from New York, it's The Golden Girls. Oh, it takes a big woman to forgive somebody calling her a slut. <laughs> I heard about that, yeah. It was, I think her birthday was what, January 17th or something. Mm-hmm. So they had flyers all over the theater he works at. So his job was to oh. walk around and peel down all the Betty White flyers. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> so kind of sad. And national treasure so absolutely man um 
Empower Betty White. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. My, uh, we wish her, uh, she was awesome. Super cool. Kept going. What did she say? She said, uh, women are like butterflies. Um, <laughs> fuck, no, I, no, I forgot it. Something they can like uh, be soft and gentle, but yet fly through a hurricane or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you're talking, I don't remember the quote, but I remember of it, I guess. I have, my, 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 uh, one of my goals was to drink three of these a day, water bottles, since I don't drink nearly enough water. And even that really isn't enough, according to stuff I was reading online. Oh, one thing, you know, don't ever read about health stuff online. <laughs> right. But anyway, um, it says that, like, I should be drinking like a gallon of water a day. Well, like you said, it's who you ask. You a gallon of water. It's 128 ounces of water. That's a lot of fucking water. And according it's to a 20 one, ounce bottle. So, yeah. I don't know. It also says you're supposed to drink half your body weight in ounces of water a day. So, if you're, you're not 264. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, uh, that's one of my goals. And then obviously, more metal, bro. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely more metal this year um, since the last couple of years have been shit. Um, you know, one thing that I wanted to jump into is you mentioned um, looking forward to 2022 and it's going to be a great year. I thought it'd be kind of fun. I'm going to actually jump out of script a little bit here and talk about the most anticipated metal albums coming up in 2022. Does that sound like fun? Yeah, I saw the headline. I haven't looked at it though. I'm, I think uh, I'm gonna guess there might be an Anthrax on there. There's probably a Megadeth. Yeah, bro. So uh, number one on the list is Anthrax. We know something is coming this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty stoked. I know that uh, they posted that on their social as well that they made it on the list. And and uh, Joey actually, you know, he posted today saying he just can't wait for us to hear it. So they must have some at least some roughs down, or or I don't know where they're at in the process, but. Um, that's pretty badass, dude. I'm I'm super looking forward to that. Um, Arch Enemy, I I'm I think that their uh, their their new singles are pretty awesome. Um, Agree. I'm I'm fans. I listen to both singles, um, but I don't think we actually have a release date set for 2020. Do we? I I haven't seen one. I have not either. So I'm looking forward to uh, to Arch Enemy, and then obviously Megadeth. We know that. We know it's done, right? I mean, for mm-hmm. all practical purposes, they're done. They had uh, Testament Dude go in, redo bass tracks. Um, I know uh, they've been, uh, Dave's been actually posting some stuff on social, um, clips here and there of him like in the studio. So probably doing some finishing mixes and stuff like that, you know, making it sound polished. I know that uh, people are gonna be pretty excited about uh, New Corn. Yeah. I'd be excited about Ghost. Um, I don't know. What's your what's your take on Ghost? Um, I think like most people, I saw their image and thought, wow, this is going to be heavy. And then when I first heard it, I was like, they don't sound like what they look like they would sound like. Totally. <laughs> but I do not mind them. I They're unique enough, I think, that they stand out. I think the Tobias's vocals are pretty cool. And I think it's more rock than metal. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. I was going to say it, it, it really kind of bridges that, that gap there. I think that uh, I saw them live and they put on a great show. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember who they opened. They opened for Maiden maybe? I, I don't remember. 
So uh, another one that I'm looking forward to is the new Five Finger Death Punch. Um, again, we'll see if they can stick to the same recipe and kick out another another album of the same the same stuff that I like. So we'll see what comes up next. Disturbed, um, I you know the early Disturbed albums, um, you know like Ten Thousand Fists. I mean, I was I was a I was a fan. You know, Sickness is is pretty awesome. When they first came out, it was just something that was so unique, and you know, with the vocal stylings that were like that. It was, and it was still chunky, like the song, The Game. Oh my gosh, it's one of the best freaking Disturbed songs ever. Yeah, it's, it's super heavy. So Disturbed, I'm... We can go back to Disturbed for a second. I've yeah. got a kind of a funny story. My dad just barely tipped his toe into the world of metal when I stopped by their house a couple months ago or one of the last times I was there. And he was talking to me about metal vocals. I'm like, wow, what? You, you're talking to me about this? <laughs> right. right. Let's hear it. And, um, he was... He's always loved singing. He's always been in like church choir and stuff. So always singing around the house and stuff. And he's had some throat issues and he was seeing a voice coach, I think, or something like that. And the coach showed him, was it the Sounds of Silence? Is that the one he yep. covered? Yeah. And so my dad was very, I think, surprised that a metal vocalist could sing like that. So that's awesome. Kind of a cool moment. Very Thanks, cool. Dad. Yeah, very cool. That's awesome. So yeah, there, there's a handful of albums. I think there's going to be a lot of metal this year that, that I'm looking forward to. Um, and again, live shows, if we can still stick to the schedule. Um, we're in this, again, depending on when you're listening to this, we're in just this crazy, crazy weird time with COVID where it all depends on the time of day. It all depends on what day it is and what you're listening or reading, right? Because you can be on one, one side where they're like, oh, they're opening up this, this, and this. They're relaxing restrictions. This is all happening. But then you can listen the same day. Then they're saying like, oh, you know, the Omicron variant is now surging and they're locking all this stuff down, right? Mm -hmm. They're closing more retail stores. They're, you know, putting mask mandates back in place. So you really have no fucking clue <laughs> of what's going to happen. Yep. Um, so hopefully our live, uh, our live shows that are, that are on the books will be able to, uh, see some see some live stuff i think that our smaller local shows will fare better than the big touring things yep so, yep i know well, that we had i mean one of the, the biggest ones here that i'm sure everyone's heard in the news is the foo fighters show that they had to move venues because um the original venue wouldn't uh put in um vaccine verification or negative test verification for admittance and they uh so they moved location from was it from us bank stadium to target center or something i can't remember one of those so yeah pretty crazy so we're gonna see stuff moving around and it'll be uh it'll be interesting so could they have just changed their name to the flu fighters oh snap <laughs> <laughs> that was good actually speaking of Foo fighters this month 
No, it's February. I'm sorry. February when their their horror comedy movie comes out. Oh, yeah. That'll yes. be good. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the headlines. Yeah. What's, what's one of the first things we're going to talk about? Yeah, this is something I saw today that's kind of sad. There's As of now, when I found this, I didn't see much detail, but Raina from Cold Chamber, the original, I believe, original bassist. The, she's on three of the four albums, but she is missing. Uh, the, I think maybe. she lives down in New Orleans. Yeah, maybe she actually is in a big truck. Big truck. Got the Betty White joke. Can you play that? <laughs> um, dude, I, I read this and I know you and I talked about it before we started recording. Um, dude, that's crazy. Like, yeah. how, how does that happen? I just, I just don't. Yeah, I certainly hope that she is found or, you know, was. And, and found safe, right? I mean, yeah. let's hope nothing happened. Um, I wish that, uh, trust me, there are days when I wish I could just disappear for four months, but. You know, <laughs> I hope everything is okay. Um, and I know you and I were, were talking, like, I know that they had, uh, she and Morgan Rose from Seven Dust, they married again back in the early 2000s. But um, I think it said that they had since divorced though, right? You just, you hope there's no foul play. That's all. Right. Yep. So let's go to a little better news. Um, I saw a story last week of, a kid i'm not sure how old he was his name was fallon he's from colorado and he was spotted often in a music store shredding on a dean dime ml like the old black or the uh blue dime bolt the dime always had yeah and there apparently there was a guy in there a lot of times when this kid was shredding on it and so this guy anonymously bought the guitar for fallon and the story's been shared all over the place this week and um yeah, so this he was gifted this Dean guitar and just tons of pictures of him playing it, and he's got the perfect shredding face. You know? <laughs> and uh, Pantera actually shared the story and said, hey, we're happy with your new guitar. And that was just a real cool story when you hear something like that, someone doing something good and getting some kid into music. or Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, going. man. I think that, uh, you know, I mean, I, I saw the story too, and you just, you see the smile on his face and and yeah. it's just a, a super, super cool, uh, you know, it, again, we need more of the more good news, <laughs> you know, um, to keep us going. So that's pretty awesome. Speaking of which, um, I don't have the details here in front of me, but uh, um, former guest and friend of the show, yes. Nathanic, yep. had some recent uh, donations go out. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, too. Uh, he's got a thing that he's been doing for years called Make a Riff Foundation. And basically gets donations from people to of you know guitars, amps, cables, whatever you need to go as a guitarist. He's been accepting donations and giving them to a uh, or donating them to gifting them to someone who is deserving of it. And it seems like it's gotten bigger and bigger over the years. This last weekend, he gave away a pretty big rig to a, a kid up in his where he's from, the Fargo Moorhead area, and. Yeah, I think he said he's winding it down, but he's done a lot of good over the years and he's a fantastic person. So nice job, Nate. Absolutely. Nate, good work. Absolutely. We right. love you, brother. So, you know, this is a, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a dumb question, Jim, there is no such thing as a dumb question, but 
Yes. Didn't how? the Cobra Kai the other day? <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I said there is a dumb question. I'll have to track down all my elementary school teachers because Netflix stopped and asked if I was still watching Cobra Kai. <laughs> yes, I did see that, bro. Yeah, that was, that was so stupid. funny. <laughs> uh, More on that later, but yes, yes. Uh, I think it's a dumb question. We've talked about it before. There's a TikTok video going viral of a teacher talking to her students who are wearing band shirts. Yeah, this is this is kind of unbelievable, right? If you uh, check this out. On your shirt? Oh my God. Do you know a song by them? Exactly. So basically, this teacher asks like a half dozen kids who the band or artist is on their shirt and if they know any songs from the band. And none of them know. It's just hilarious. Yeah. I mean, the, so the kids are wearing the shirt. Who cares what shirt they're wearing? You know, they're clothed. Be happy. And yeah. then for her to like, oh, do you know the name of the band on your shirt? And all the kids in her video said, no. And then she keeps asking, can you name one song? They just told you they don't know the fucking band. <laughs> so this goes through, it goes through uh, everybody, um, not only bands like Kiss and Metallica, Rolling Stones, but also Prince, right? Mm -hmm. They had someone wearing a Prince shirt. Um, and again, that can be a hand-me-down. We talked about this before. It can be, you know, a boyfriend's shirt, a girlfriend's shirt. Who knows, right? Or you're walking through Target and you see the $5 rack and like, hey, that's a cool looking shirt. You do, yes. That's how I got this one. I don't know what the fuck this means. <laughs> it's a cartoon with the dude in a chainsaw that says, I like your face. <laughs> I have no idea. That's awesome to me. I just thought it was funny. So, no, I can't name what movie this is from and I can't name his pant size. <laughs> so. Oh, funny. Uh, that just bugs me. Who cares what shirts people are wearing? Yep. Um, yeah, this, this next, next story, um, we talked about it in the past, a, a reunion show mm -hmm. by none other than Shadows Fall. Yeah. There could be maybe new music. Um, this is one of my all-time favorite tracks, Crushing Belial. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's just so good. It's just so good. I remember I actually bought this CD from the mall from, I think it was called Musicland, mm -hmm. like retail. Like one of the last CDs I actually bought retail um, going in there. I was, uh, I was super stoked. But uh, yeah, good stuff, man. Yep. So like you said, they had the reunion show and, and front man Brian Fair was in an interview and he'd said, he was asked if there would be new Shadows Fall music, and he says, to quote, we've talked about writing stuff, and there's a very definitive Shadows Fall approach to writing. So if Matt or John or Paul had ideas that really made sense, I'd see us pursuing them, but nothing right now, as they all are busy doing their own things and stuff. So it just sounds like if they can get everything to line up, they'd do it. So, that, I mean, I'm sure they can come up with songs. and. Oh, totally. I think, uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, if, if people are busy doing other things, like John, I mean, he's already going to be laying down tracks and most likely touring with Anthrax. He's mm -hmm. been doing a lot of shows with Living Wreckage. Um, yeah. I don't know what their recording schedule is, if they're actually going to have a full length. 
come out for living wreckage. Um, yeah, I don't know how many projects you can be in, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, good for them. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited, man. If there is new stuff by them, that I would be, I'd be in. That would be wicked awesome. I mean, going through the story today, I was like, yeah, I need to go listen to all of Shadows Fall again. It's been too long. It's so good. Um, Forget that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious. I don't know anything about this next story, Jim. But I need you to talk a little bit about Caitlyn Jenner. What's going on there? <laughs> yeah, well, if you follow Metal Sucks, they have certain people that they love and won't stop talking about, like Metallica, much like us. <laughs> and they have Corey Taylor news, so it's like always Metallica, Corey Taylor, or it's against Kid Rock or Ted Nugent. So in this <laughs> case, they had a few stories about Ted Nugent, and they shared a picture can't be doctored you can't fake a photo right you can't like no shop it photo yeah if it's photo it, it really happened absolutely right. so it was a picture of ted nugent and caitlin jenner and they are rumored to be an item or dating you know what i wish them nothing but happiness <laughs> <laughs> nothing but have penis well, that's so easy to be the latest atrocity but it always seems to be Penis that I see. <laughs> oh man uh, obviously it's a fake thing but it's just kind of funny to see just knowing who ted nugent is and how much metal sucks dislikes him and they had posted another story too that uncle ted has poopy pants about joan jett being on the rolling stones list of 100 greatest guitarists and i'm not going to give ted too much more time on this show but there's articles out there you can read about his thoughts on joan jett and you can kind of see the kind of person he is pretty well in that article can you imagine him and caitlin jenner can you man imagine him running around in a loincloth shooting flaming arrows <laughs> and shit <laughs> i don't know man oh um, hell yes yeah caitlin being the decathlon gold medalist yeah <laughs> uh and you and know you know she's ripped yep <laughs> um dude and when all else fails, what do we have? We have metal covers with cats. Yes, not cover songs about cats, but we've talked about metal album covers being done over before with like Simpsons characters and stuff. But now you can see all your favorite album covers, but featuring cats. That's right. Those little those little furry felines. Uh, we'll have a link to in the show notes um, mm -hmm. to all the metal covers and their. Uh, their Tumblr page where you can see all of their album covers, not just the metal stuff. So it's uh, if you're in the kit, kit, if you're into the kitte, <laughs> it'll be uh, fun to fun to look at. So this next one just news. yeah, it's kind of a uh, I saw that there is talk about new striper material. We talked about striper on the show in the past. I think the last mm -hmm. album had a, a couple pretty pretty good bangers, right? If you're into the kind of more of that '80s glam type heavy stuff. Um, Take It to the Cross was a pretty killer tune. Um, they, they're working on new material. But what really caught my eye was this uh, recent recent interview with Chris Jericho on Talk is Jericho on the podcast, where Michael Sweet has once again claimed Striper was never a Christian band, despite the fact <laughs> lyrics of pretty much every song explicitly point to Christ. So I thought that was interesting, which again... He talks, um, he talks about uh, in the past 
where they read the Bible, they pray, they go to church, they believe in what the Bible says, but oh, so we, they practice what, they're, what they preach. But then you look at bands like Slayer, you think Slayer is the satanic band, you think of Pentagram and they're evil. But then Tom, he goes to church every Sunday with his kids, which is, you know, which is great. It's just they're polar opposite on what they represent themselves as. So Striper just says he, you know, or Michael Sweet says they represent themselves as a follower of Christ. And obviously, obviously Tom is not practicing what he preaches. Anyway, I just thought it was a kind of an interesting story. They're not a Christian band, Jim. <laughs> All right. I'll have to rethink a whole bunch of things. Even with uh, their 1986 third release, To Hell with the Devil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Thank too, you for already there. <laughs> too funny, man. All right. We do have a couple of things moving on to concerts and calendars. We talked about Ghost a little bit ago, and I did see that they're going on tour with Volbeat. Yeah, dude, I did see that. Are they making a stop here? I didn't see the I didn't see the list. Um, I think that they are. Okay. I don't remember. It's been a few weeks since I saw the announcement, but I know people in the Twin Cities have been sharing it a lot, so I'm thinking that they are playing around here. Got it. Yeah, I think that uh, the one show that I wanted to bring up on concert calendars, which I saw on social, was mm-hmm. it is official. The 70,000 tons of metal cruise is back for 2023. Whoa. Yeah. So that's yeah. huge. So, um, you know, we don't obviously don't have any lineup or anything yet. I just checked their website prior to this recording. They have nothing updated on their website yet. Um, it's all the 2019 info. but. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was on Instagram where I saw it. So I'm, in all honesty, I'm crossing my fingers that a mega cruise comes back in 2023. <laughs> um, you know, if you think about it, timing might be just right, right? They're going to be doing like another leg of touring. They're going to have the album out. You know, it might, might work. Megadeth could headline that festival at sea. I think um, we talked about it in the top of the show. It all depends on who you talk to because also I've heard that the cruise industry, again, doesn't know what the F is going on. They've had like, what did they say? Like, uh, how many cruises now they get? Um, basically, they've had like 80 people on a cruise that have tested positive for COVID. And then they're all quarantined and they're stuck. And it's just, it's just a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And like, and they talked about how many, like, it's just happening. Dozens and dozens of cruises. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't fix it. Right. I mean, you're in this tight, tight, close quarters and I don't know. So we'll see what happens. When is there going to be a Motley Cruise? <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't. Um, dude, did you send that? Did you see that video I sent you of Vince Neil? I don't think I watched anything yet. They had uh, he was doing he, I'll post a video on our uh, Facebook page. But it was Vince Neil with the closed captioning on, and all the words are fucked up because his, his vocals are so bad. Nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty funny. It, I mean, again, it's one of those things where it made me laugh out loud. Kind of like if those of you were watching uh, our social today. Where I saw that baby, that doll that was in the pit. Yeah. I laughed out loud when I saw that. I don't know why. 
Cabbage Pit Kids. It was so funny. Oh my god! And any other any other concerts or shows they want to talk about, man? Uh, yeah. Speaking of our Facebook page, um, I think on all of our socials, I posted what me and my daughter did the day after Christmas. It was the annual day after Christmas show at the warehouse in the cross. That's right. That's right. Put on by local hardcore two piece rig time. I know we've mentioned them before, but seriously go check them out again. If you haven't, if you have checked them out before, keep listening to them. If you have not check out rig time. badass so you can look back in our socials from day after christmas and see all the bands that were on it the agony rains who we talked about a lot was on there um it was a lot of local or uh, not quite lacrosse local but there's some from all over wisconsin some all over minnesota some twin cities bands fargo uh over by milwaukee and it was very diverse there was some hip-hop there was some industrial goth and death metal thrash hardcore awesome show I got another story of that coming up a little bit later, but yeah, I mean, great local metal coming to lacrosse. Love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I know that uh, um, we're, we haven't gotten an official lineup yet of um, the Michigan metal fest. I know mm -hmm. that that was teased on Midwest metal promotions on Facebook. So we're going to have another uh, metal fest coming up. I mean, again, it's uh uh, like for instance, Midwest metal promotions or what's it called? Uh, yeah, they um, relatively new. They're starting up here, but uh, doing a lot of shows, a lot of promotions. So it's good to see all these bands getting uh, visibility. All right. So trivia. You're going to stump me with some trivia, bro. Well, one of these, I've got two things here. One of them is made up. The other <laughs> one is not. So I'll probably stump you on one of them for sure. Okay. <laughs> So we're talking about a coal chamber and I remember a song I used to listen to all the time it was mostly on purpose, but a lot of times because it was on the radio all the time. Do you remember the song that coal chamber and Ozzy did together? It was a cover tune. Coal chamber, huh? Coal chamber and Ozzy covered a song, big time 80s song. God, I don't remember. Not mock the donkey. Shock the monkey. There you go. <laughs> nice. That was you are the plethora of knowledge. Shock the monkey. Right on, dude. That's awesome. Peter Gabriel. Yeah, great tune. Yeah, was back when a lot of the metal bands were doing '80s covers, not like the '80s metal covers, but a lot of you know Machine Head did uh, Sting. Message was, in a bottle. Yeah, we already talked about Disturbed, and yeah, a fun tune. And then 
in DNA news, we found out who Ted Nugent's kid is, since we were talking about Teddy, Uncle Ted earlier. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Kid Rock. <laughs> oh, my God. Think about it. I bet they don't know it, but. That'd be... <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, like Kid uh, Rock is a young Nugent or Ted's an old Kid Rock or something. <laughs> something like that. You know, yeah. I will say this. Like, I don't know if I talked about it on the show. Like, when I saw Kid Rock, he opened for, I don't remember. Was it Metallica? Was it Pantera? I can't remember. He did open for Metallica on the Reload Tour. Okay. And so it was the, the one and only time I've seen Kid Rock. But the one thing that I was surprised, I was shocked or, I mean, you could say impressed with the mm-hmm. fact that he could and did play several instruments. Yep. I had no idea. <laughs> like, that was totally a shocker to me. I'm like, what? So, yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was, would have been, what, 1998, probably? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was back there a ways. Yeah. This, uh, this next one that you uh, tossed in here for today in the day, this is where we actually look at a release, the new wave of thrash. Yeah. Dude, I'm stoked for this. I think we saw them live. Did you see them live? I don't think I ever did. You said you did, but I have not. Yes, I saw them live and they're thrashy as F. Yeah, from Finland, Lost Society. Just great, great band. Yeah. We got got some, uh, their releases and the last one, um, why don't you go through and give us a little bit of history here, man? Yeah. So like I said, they're from Finland. They've been around their self-titled came out in 2012. Um, They're said to sound or to craft their ruckus old school metal revival sound, quote, hearkening back to the classic thrash of bands like Anthrax and Metallica. So a side note, I was thinking about when I read this and I've read on other bands too, like, can you really compare yourselves to Metallica? Can any band do that? It'd be tough. I mean, I remember, I remember when, well, the media <laughs> was comparing Trivium, you know, saying they're the next Metallica or Avenged Sevenfold, they're the next Metallica. So I think people use that as some sort of measuring stick. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you can compare because Metallica's just, you know, they've done everything and they're so huge. I mean, the stuff they did in the 80s, I mean, to me is just untouchable. Right. So not to put Law Society down, that's not where I'm going. I'm just saying it's hard, it's hard for me to compare someone to Metallica. Yep. So. No, totally get it. Yeah. So anyway, like we just heard, they're very heavy riffs, um, kind of an 80s sound. They formed in 2020, uh, 2010, and they did a global battle of the bands, and they won their home country before moving on to the finals. And yeah, signed on with Nuclear Blast, and they released their debut, Fast Loud Death, in 2013, and then Terror Hungry, 2014, Brain Dead, 2016, No Absolution, in 2020. And I'm looking forward to hearing 
more, I think. Do they have a single or something out in 21? Good question. I don't know. I did not do my research, but I will look for that. I'll also find some video. I got some great video when they played live here at the Caboose, and I'll I'll get that up on our Facebook page because yeah, it was pretty freaking sweet. Awesome. Yeah. So Lost Society from Finland. Badass. Badass. Badassery. Badass. Um, speaking of badass, you know who's badass? I do. I do. <laughs> Basically the entire cast of Cobra Kai. <laughs> oh yeah. Season four just dropped on the f- three days ago as we record this, and we have both binged it and completed it, and it's awesome. Yeah, man. And I tried to, um, it was interesting when I started to watch it, I started to try and make note of all of the metal references that, that I caught. There seems yeah. to be a lot, um, you know, whether it's tracks, t-shirts, you know, references that they make, like I posted on social where they were saying not all the music that came out of the eighties was hard rock. stuff like that um so yeah they played another thing coming Judas priest around the first episode uh a song called breaking out of hell i was going to look up uh two heads are better than one i was going to look up motley Crue. they played that track continuing wearing wearing shirts i mean there's wearing a black sabbath t-shirt acdc t-shirt i noticed a van halen t-shirt another song they played was dirty deeds done cheap um and then the big news yeah (laughs) the big news was what jim (laughs) Oh, it was awesome. So if you're not a fan of the show or haven't watched it, but want to know what we're talking about, you don't really need to know. I mean, this could just be a clip of video standing on its own. It doesn't have to be associated with anything, with anything but there's a scene in the first minute of episode eight of the new season four. And this guy comes walking out of his house and wishes his neighbor a good morning. And his neighbor says, no, it isn't. You know why? Because some freeloader was blaring shitty Metallica all night. Yeah, that was actually Exodus is bonded by blood, but it's not your fault. You don't know the genre. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah. It was awesome. And so the cool thing about that is, you know, the writers or the producer, like somebody involved in the show knows their shit. Yep. <laughs> and it's just, it's cool to see that happen. So Yep, and it's just awesome to have Exodus with the you know their monumental album mentioned there because in our metal world you know everyone knows Exodus but if you're not a metal fan and you're watching Cobra oh, yeah. Kai you know totally. Metallica and then they say actually it was Exodus so to non-metalheads they I'm sure a lot of people do know the name but just awesome hearing Exodus in there and um, Gary Holt posted a video on Instagram. And his quote was rad, all caps with two exclamation points. <laughs> That's awesome. Very he cool. Says, yep. Says it's one of my quote, one of my favorite shows just through a massive Exodus reference. It's so sick. <laughs> That's very good. Very good. Well, and it just seems like there are so many, uh, you know, I've been noticing that, right? Like different references. Like for instance, I watched a movie, uh, I think it was an Amazon movie called Encounter the other day. And he this one the character is driving riding in the car with his kids and he has the radio blasting and it's playing slayer <laughs> right literally it's playing slayer like rain and blood and he's like yeah do you like this man and the kid his kids are like no i listen to j-pop or whatever i don't know k-pop okay yes, I'm down. you don't like this 
Heavy metal, dude. Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, Megadeth. Okay, what'd you guys listen to? K-pop. That's why you're in the bag. Again, I'll just... It's always nice when you see those references because we uh, we live it every day. <laughs> so when it hits yep. the mainstream, you make it known. Yep, and like uh, Saturday Night Live back in 2010, we were talking about Betty White earlier, and they did a Happy Mother's Day skit where Betty White sat down in this blank room, and then all the cast members sang to her the Golden Girls theme. And, you know, it's very sweet tribute to the wonderful Betty White. And then it finishes and they say, what do you think? And she's like, oh, well, I like that. But I like my version better. And she pulls on a ski mask and starts doing death metal growls and like the whole scene changes and then she goes total death metal and sings this the, the theme. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Yep, so you can go check that out too. Betty White does death metal. So she That's can do awesome. it all. <laughs> That's awesome. Very, very cool. And then I mentioned earlier the show at the warehouse, the day after Christmas show, and mentioned I had something else to talk about. Um, people that grow up going to the warehouse are known as warehouse kids. And <laughs> okay. People who grew up at the warehouse commenting on their current stories and stuff. And it's just really cool to hear their stories. And yeah, there's um, this guy, his name is Nick Dearman. He's from Onalaska, which is basically it's borders lacrosse. And we've mentioned some of his stuff before uh he was in a band called brainwash when um i don't know if i did, did i mention he's a freshman at college right now he just graduated oh, yeah. last year, i think from high school and so he's been in a few different bands with his brother he's been in a few bands with his brother too aiden who was the drummer and singer for solo skin who we've talked about yep um and I saw Nick at the show the day after Christmas and we started talking because he, as soon as he saw me, he came running right up because he knew I was at the Metallica shows and he's a massive Metallica fan. And, you know, he's got, uh, I think the first four albums tattooed on his arm. That's <laughs> it's kind of all blended together on one arm. It's really cool. But so we were talking about the show and told him the set list and all this stuff. And then I was actually wearing one of the light up bracelets from the show. Mm -hmm. and so hey do you want this and he was super psyched to have that so it's kind of cool to give that's him very cool man the history and see the excitement on his face but uh, uh what i'm getting to though is that he i asked if because i know he's an awesome musician he's always posting videos of him playing guitar or does some drums and singing too and so he moved down to iowa for college and i asked if he's got a band going yet and he said that he does and he said that i would like it as it's a thrash band so Obviously, I want to hear it. And he's got some demos, and the band is called Toxic Messiah. And he says it's kind of a tribute to Metallica and Leper Messiah. So that's awesome. And he said he had some demos up, so he sent me four demos, and it's awesome. Cool, man. Kick me the links so we can get them shared out. Yeah, I'll talk to him, see if he wants, because uh, they're still in progress. They're still getting up. They don't have anything... Like, oh got it okay recorded or done or anything yet so they're in the works but what they've got so far is awesome okay uh, yeah totally cool yeah well we can wait until if he wants to go and get them polished and that type of thing yeah and you know it's you know it's obviously new generation thrash but it's got some of that throwback feel to it and the vocals are growly but they're not like the guttural ones where you can't understand things so you can hear the lyrics and everything the solos are fast and melodic and rhythm's great 
all of it just sounds awesome. So going to be keeping an eye out for toxic, toxic Messiah. So awesome. nice work, nice work, Nick. That's great, man. Yeah. I love to see the new artists uh, kind of rising up. I think again, crazy back to work after like, you know, two week break, but mm -hmm. I, I got back to work today and I was listening to music and I actually skipped a lot of songs in the couple hours I was listening to music while I was working. And it, a lot of them was just because I wasn't feeling the vocals. Right. And it was, it was, I mean, they're good bands, but it was just like, like tribulation and it was the new hypocrisy. It was, you know, music is just really, really good. I, I wanted something more with uh, maybe a little more melody to it or something. I don't know. Maybe it's the 48 year old me coming out. I don't know. But uh, I just found myself after I skipped it, like, you know, the seventh track, I was like, am I getting old? What's going on here? <laughs> Get off my lawn with those vocals. I just, I just wasn't in the mood for it. Like, you know, I was in the mood for something, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's just the frame of mind I was in, but so uh, sometimes like you just said, you weren't in the mood for it. We've talked about that before, how you, sometimes you're just in the right mood for certain things. Yeah, totally. Yep. Cool, man. Well, now it's going to, that's going to wind down uh, episode 73 of the thrash report. This is the first episode of 2022. Mm -hmm. um, it's awesome we wish everyone everyone a happy new year thanks everyone for your support over the last uh, couple of years now we really do appreciate it um, yes thank you we'd love to hear from you you can uh email us at the thrash report at gmail.com you can hit us up on all the socials you can find those links at thrashreport.com, and we look forward to, to hearing from you thanks yeah, everybody uh, our numbers have gone up the last few weeks they keep going in the right directions so whether people are hearing it for the first time through social media or if people are sharing it and letting other people know either way thanks for listening we appreciate it very much absolutely thank you so much we couldn't do it without you guys man well we could but it would just be <laughs> us two doing it <laughs> it's a lot more fun to talk to everybody yeah. um thanks so much i really do appreciate it we'll see you next time on the thrash report see you Thank you.